Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday podcast where we focus on a specific astrological topic or intention. And in today's show, we're going to discuss how we are living in between the ages, meaning we are moving from age of Pisces into more of the age of Aquarius energies. And we're going to discuss what that means, how that's been showing up, as well as possibly get some answers for you around the themes and energies you've been moving through in this lifetime. I feel like this is a topic that's also going to explain why we've been required to do so much healing work, so much letting go, so much transmutation. We've really been in some deep themes in this lifetime that are ultimately supporting us in our soul's growth and evolution. But there is something about this particular time, this particular moment on the planet that is significant at a cosmic level. So we're going to explore that in today's show, as well as bring you into greater contact with your natal astrology chart and where you have energies in both Pisces and Aquarius in your chart, as these would be the parts of your natal chart that are being strongly highlighted for this evolutionary growth, as well as what you're ready to connect with, claim, and know, truly know in yourself even more. So I'll be explaining all of these themes. We'll be going into more specifics, but I do hope that this offers, again, more understanding of what we've also been collectively moving through on the planet and why it's so significant. When we talk about the age of Pisces, the age of Aquarius, any age, it has to do with where the earth is traversing through the constellations. It's where the earth is moving in the cosmos. And this makes sense when you think about how we discuss where Mercury is or where Pluto is or where Saturn is in the cosmos. Well, the ages is about where the earth is in the cosmos. And it takes earth about 2,160 years-ish to move through a full age. And that is essentially our way of putting that journey, that period of time into a linear understanding of time and space. And so it's basically rounding and guesstimating because there isn't an exact start or stop date. There isn't a time when the earth is fully now in a new age because it's an incoming process and an outgoing process simultaneously, similar to waves of energy coming in, waves of energy going out. So the earth is moving in a particular timeline that our human brains need to understand as it moves from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. And a lot of people ask, well, when do we enter the age of Aquarius? And they're looking for an exact date on the calendar. And that's not the case. That's not how it works. Again, it's incoming waves of energy at the same time experiencing those outgoing waves of energy. 
from the other constellations. So essentially it's an overlap, especially right now when we're moving in between these different ages. And there are different perceptions of this. There's different calculations. There's different interpretations. So as with all things, especially in the world of astrology, there are differing viewpoints and understandings of what this means. But how I see it and how I track it is that the ages overlap as the earth moves from one age to the next. And we are in between these ages. We are moving more fully into the age of Aquarius. And by the way, important to note that the ages move in reverse. So before the age of Pisces, we had the age of Aries and then the age of Taurus and so on. But the earth moves in a reverse fashion through these ages. So we leave the age of Pisces after 2000 years-ish and go into the age of Aquarius, but it takes time. It literally takes hundreds of years to fully enter into the fullness of that particular age of Aquarius energy. And so this is a lifetime where we are living in between ages, where we're experiencing the closing out and the big themes of the age of Pisces, while also stepping more fully into the age of Aquarius. So in addition to all the other themes in your natal astrology chart and energies of the planets and points in your chart, we are all collectively experiencing this transition from Pisces into Aquarius. So what you could do to better understand how these energies are showing up for you personally is identify where you have zero to 29 degrees of Pisces in your chart, as this could be in one house or multiple houses, depending on the house system you use and how your chart is constructed and calculated. And this will show you where at a soul level, There were particular themes and areas of life that you wanted to transmute in this lifetime. And so you could look in your chart and look at how maybe you have Pisces starting at zero degrees in your fifth house, and then perhaps Pisces extends into the sixth house as well. Then that would tell you how the Pisces energies are being consciously worked with for you through the fifth house and the sixth house energies. And that can reveal more of what you are mastering in the Pisces intentions at this time. And that mastery and application of the energies comes up whenever a transiting planet is moving through Pisces, and it can apply to any of the energies or planets you have in Pisces. So for example, if you have your Saturn in Pisces, your Chiron in Pisces, your Venus in Pisces, those are planets that are intentionally working with Pisces energies in this lifetime, but you could expand it and see it from a higher soul perspective, which is that you're also working on these energies across all of your soul's experiences during the age of Pisces, which keep in mind lasts for over 2000 years. So you're working with these energies at a very deep level and a very cosmic level all at the same time. 
These energies have been especially big for all of us as the outer planets have moved through Pisces. So we've already had Uranus in Pisces, which occurred back in 2003 until 2011. We've had Neptune moving through Pisces since 2011 as well. And Neptune will stay in Pisces until early 2026. And then we will have Pluto in Pisces from 2044 until 2068. Yes, we just did a significant time jump there. But that's when Pluto will enter Pisces and stay there for over 20 years. So I just identified the outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, all moving through Pisces. And they are significant because they are the slowest moving energies. They are the most influential and significant in terms of how the energy transforms humanity and the collective. They are also the energies that deeply change what we are perceiving around Pisces energies. So as all three outer planets move through Pisces, they stir up those energies that we've experienced at a soul level. They bring them up to our awareness and to our consciousness. And again, these are the planets that are associated with generations of people and how we as a human family, as the collective of humanity, work through these themes together and what comes up. So that's important to note is that we're going to be having these strong Pisces energies continue to be felt and to work with us. Now it's interesting because the dates I just gave you also revealed that there is a period of time when we aren't going to have outer planets in Pisces. So once Neptune is done in Pisces in January 2026, it isn't until Pluto enters Pisces in 2044 that we have that next incoming wave of Pisces energies that show us what needs to be permanently changed, what needs to be elevated, what is complete, what needs to be destroyed. So we're basically going to have almost 20 years where the outer planets are not in Pisces. And it feels like that's even a period of time where we're really working on more of the Aquarius energies, especially as Pluto will be in Aquarius from 2023 into 2044. So we have some very important themes to be aware of during each of these cycles. Now we are going to also have Saturn in Pisces starting in 2023 where Saturn takes about two and a half to three years to journey through each astrological sign. And so Saturn moves faster than the outer planets in that regard. And yet this Saturn energy will also bring our attention to Pisces themes, intentions, and matters. Now, because Saturn moves through the full zodiac every 30 years-ish, we experience multiple times when Saturn moves through every astrological sign. So in your lifetime, you can experience Saturn in Pisces two or three times, for example. So it's not as rare as the outer planets moving through Pisces. Also important to note that 
Chiron was previously in Pisces from 2011 to 2019. And then we also have Jupiter in Pisces, which happens once every 12 years. So we will always have a cycle of Pisces energies. But what we're looking at, again, we're zooming out. We're going to a higher perspective of seeing how as each outer planet, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, moves through the Pisces energies in your chart, it stirs up more for you to be in connection with around your own energy and even going into your past lives in Pisces energies, in the age of Pisces lifetimes that you've had and you've experienced. In fact, it's important to note that We had such strong Pisces energies in the previous decade when there were energies in this part of your chart, especially starting 2010, 2011. It's like we've been going through so much in Pisces that the universe is really clear around how we're transmuting and why that's necessary. Now, the Pisces energies, as with all astrological signs, have a lower expression and a higher expression, which is where we are becoming more conscious of ourselves. So the lower expressions of Pisces can be around escapism, victim mentality, blame, self-pity, powerlessness, feeling like you can't be in this world. And so there are other choices or actions you take to escape this world, whether those are addictions or unhealthy habits, whether those are things that you go to in order to be out of your body, to feel that you don't have the necessary skills to be in the real world, that perhaps you have felt like you don't know where you fit in, you don't know where you belong, you don't even know if you wanna be here. The Pisces energy is where we want to leave and disappear. We don't want to show up. We don't want to participate. We just want to be left alone. And so sometimes that strong Pisces energy is where there can be this self-created isolation. And there can also be a strong theme of loss, a strong feeling of despair or overwhelm or defeat, depression, discouragement, because there is a lack of connection to perhaps being in a human body, understanding how to incorporate these energies realistically, understanding your gifts and how to navigate them in this lifetime. So as we understand the lower expressions, we can then go into the higher expressions of Pisces, which is where we've all been asked, required, perhaps even overwhelmed by what we've had to work through and release so that we can go higher in these Pisces expressions. Now keep in mind what I just described about the lower energies of Pisces could be some of your soul's themes and energy signatures that you were deeply embedded in in previous lifetimes and that's why you're here in this lifetime to transmute them, to be very aware of what those have been for you and to not perpetuate those themes, responses, or energies for you to be more conscious of what is coming up for 
you because the higher expressions of Pisces ultimately connects you to your spiritual self, connects you to the bigger picture of it all, helps us to detach, to not take it personally, to also not feel overwhelmed by our own emotions or the energies in the world. That Pisces energy can actually be in harmony with both the spiritual world and the physical world when you're able to exist in a state of duality, where you're able to understand how energy is always flowing, always in motion, and how to sync yourself up in that way so that you can have that harmony and that ease as you move through the real world without detaching from your spiritual gifts, your spiritual wisdom, and also your imagination, your creativity, your ability to coexist in other realms simultaneously. Pisces is very creative, very intuitive. And so there's energy here of being tapped in to what your higher self is saying, the guidance you're receiving, how to apply it, how to use it, and to feel supported by spirit. So part of that Pisces journey is to own your spiritual self even more, to bring it down into the body, to ground it in and embrace it so that you're traveling through this lifetime with that spiritual support instead of feeling disconnected from spirit. Because also the Pisces energy can certainly bring up abandonment and rejection, which may be rooted in your relationship with God, with the universe, with the divine, where you could feel abandoned by the divine when you're on the planet, for example, or you could have felt rejected by God or by an energy that feels like home. And these Pisces energies are helping us to understand what that means and is it really true? The Pisces energy in a higher expression also is teaching us how to have compassion for ourselves, to be forgiving of ourselves. And you could think of forgiveness as something that can affect the small things, the minor things, relationships, life experiences. But also there's the element here of forgiveness as acceptance of what you were learning. You were learning this. You didn't know better or you didn't understand it or there's things that you didn't put together just yet. And once you see it and something connects or clicks, it can change your perspective. It can change your self-identity. It can change your values and what you want. And then you can have that softer sense of understanding for who you previously were, for what you previously chose, or things in your life that maybe you look back on and you're not so proud of them, or you're not really being nice to yourself around certain choices or decisions or words you said or whatever it might be. But Pisces brings in that soft compassion and being able to forgive ourselves for being imperfect, essentially holding a place of compassion for ourselves for being human and for all the complexities that we're learning, all the things we're looking to understand that perhaps we don't fully understand until we have certain life experiences, life lessons, healing, relationships, whatever it might be. So Pisces is helping us be gentler on ourselves and to understand that that is a beautiful way of seeing your own energy and moving through these very dynamic energies on the planet. We are learning to transmute 
our lower Pisces expressions into a higher self understanding, going into what you were learning, what it was about, what was opening up in your heart. There can also be this reconnection to where you have felt separate or separated from your power from the divine, from any parts of your soul. And the Pisces energy wants you to call that back in and know that that can never be lost. And that's one of the very interesting themes of Pisces because typically Pisces is about what we need to complete. So there can be karma involved. There can be the consequences of our behavior or of our choices from other lifetimes. There can be energies coming in that are just unfinished where you have to finish finish this up, finish this energy, finish this lesson, finish this healing. There can be the energy too of what no longer is needed going forward. And because Pisces is about endings and completions, this can be a lifetime where you feel like you've had a lot of endings, that a lot of things have left for you or a lot of things have been unstable or unreliable, inconsistent. And that can be very confusing to our human selves at times. And so these energies are working with all of us where we've basically had to be in this place of mastery as energies move in and move out, where we could even feel like, well, I don't want to get too attached or I don't know if I can commit to this or I don't know if this is going to be right for me because I think it's just going to end. I think it's just going to go away. I'm expecting it to leave. I don't think it's really going to last. And so we can have that unconscious programming as well that we're now expecting things to be over or to end and that there could be something there that is also deeply going into our belief systems where we can be unconsciously believing that nothing is going to last, almost like nothing good is going to show up for me and stay, or nothing is going to work out for me, or this isn't going to last. If this is my dream job, it's going to be over. There can be, again, this belief system that is deeply rooted in Age of Pisces energies. I actually feel like this is something that could be quite universal and that we are deeply reprogramming these belief systems. They're coming up for us to look at. That's why we talk about belief systems so much because part of living in between these ages is we're elevating, we're upgrading, but we've got to understand what the heck we're upgrading, right? And it doesn't feel good at first to see maybe where you've had any victim consciousness or powerlessness or where you've been detached from the truth of who you are, detached from the divine, detached from your true sense of self, whatever it might be for you, we're looking at how these parts of ourselves are exactly what we're transmuting in this lifetime. And it could explain certain themes or lessons or parts of your own experience that could show you why this lifetime could even have an energy signature of feeling tumultuous, feeling really emotional, 
feeling like you don't know what to trust or what to believe in. But part of this transmutation of energy is to come back to something pure and good that is timeless, meaning you can't ever detach from it. You can't ever separate from it. But part of Pisces is that veil of illusion where the separateness is a veil of illusion, the powerlessness or the victim energy or anything even around some of the belief systems are all a veil of illusion that you get to now consciously choose. And you get to be more aware of if it is still in alignment with your frequency, if it still supports you and the life you want to live. Because as we move more into the age of Aquarius energy signatures, this is where we're reconnecting to more of our own knowingness, our own sense of truly understanding our energy, our frequency, what we're here to do, what we're here to understand about ourselves, especially at a quantum level especially in regards to all the complexities of energies within us. But we have this powerful movement into the essence of what our energy is about. And that's why it's also exciting to look at all the tools and ways we can be in connection with our own energy at a more personal level. And what I mean by tools means all of these complex systems, including astrology, human design, numerology, and so on, all these ways of understanding our uniqueness and how we're here to be individuals within the whole. So we're moving into this energy frequency and it's activating more in your chart in the Aquarius areas of your chart. So keep in mind that as I mentioned, the ages move in reverse. So if you have Pisces, as I said, at zero degrees in your fifth house, That means that when you go backwards in your chart to Aquarius, let's say Aquarius then begins at zero degrees in your fourth house and moves into your fifth house. So the ages move in reverse around your chart and any planets you have in Aquarius are going to be activated, coming alive, and showing you more of your unique energy signature in this lifetime, as well as perhaps opening you up to how you're here to be more of your authentic self and to trust that deep knowingness. Now, what if you don't have any planets or points in Aquarius or Pisces. And when I say points, there are different points that are calculated in an astrology chart, including your north node, your south node, your vortex, your ascendant, your midheaven. So those would be the points that I'm referring to. If you don't have any planets or points in Aquarius or Pisces, you still have connection to these energies through the transiting planets, everything from the outer planets to the personal planets, as well as the sun and the moon, which move through Aquarius and Pisces quite regularly. So we still each have a connection to these energy signatures. Even if you don't have planets or points in them, you're still working on something, just not as personally 
or perhaps it's just not as big of a theme for you in this lifetime. The Aquarius energies want us to own how we're different. But as with Pisces and all astrological signs, there's a lower expression and a higher expression. So the lower expressions of Aquarius can be that you don't feel like you fit in, that you're an outcast, uh, that you're quite rebellious. And in fact, you don't like people. You don't want to be around people. There can be this sense of never mind everyone. I'm going to do it all on my own. I'm going to follow my own path, my own direction. That Aquarius energy is a fixed sign and it can be very focused on doing something your own way without regards for others, without considering how others would receive the energy or how it would feel. So Aquarius can actually push people away and be focused on your own independent journey without connecting it to the bigger picture of what it all means. Aquarius can be very much, it's my way or the highway where there's no compromise, there's no sharing, there's no desire to cooperate. Aquarius can be quite rebellious to the point of self-destruction, to the point where there's rebellion against everything and all energies, and it does a lot of harm, perhaps unnecessary harm. But there is always lessons and ways to move through any energy to support what is being learned. So even if there's a strong energy signature of defiance, that can also be something that reveals how the energy is being expressed and what is being learned. Then as that energy grows and evolves to a higher place of consciousness, some of the gifts of Aquarius energies include being comfortable in your own skin, being comfortable, being different, and knowing that's exactly why you're here. That's exactly what's needed. You're connected to your own individual spark, your own personal essence and what that means. And then there's also a deeper rooted sense of belonging where maybe that is a sense of I belong here. I'm a part of humanity. And yes, you can have friends and acquaintances and know all kinds of people, but there's something within you that knows you're here for your own mission. And that would also be a key word for Aquarius. In addition to knowingness, The energy of your soul mission, your soul vision is strongly activated in Aquarius as well. And it opens you up to new possibilities, new forms of creativity and visions and potentials. And it can take you further into what you didn't see before. And it's this avant-garde energy in Aquarius that is really powerful and that keeps humanity evolving and moving into new expressions, new lifestyles, new ways of being in the world, new understandings of what is acceptable. Because Aquarius can get there first. It can go really far out there and then bring something back to the planet that at first is widely misunderstood. It doesn't have any connection just yet because it's so advanced or so far out there that it doesn't fully land yet in the human mind. So Aquarius can certainly be on further timelines and it's what we would also consider as odd or unusual at first. Things that just seem way literally out of this world but that's because the collective of humanity has to catch up with that knowledge or that understanding. Aquarius is an important part of human evolution. 
human advancement, where the planet can go next, especially through Aquarius-ruled engineering, technology, exploration, science, and space, and what is happening on our planet. And of course, we're seeing this already. We're seeing this through the transhumanism energies. We're seeing this through AI and various energies that are coming through on the planet that activate these new technologies. Aquarius also reminds us we're not alone in the solar system nor in the galaxy and we're connected to a bigger energy that maybe we don't fully understand yet like we're getting these bits and pieces of it that our human brains can digest but some of you you came in with this very deep knowingness of your mission and this is also connected to star seeds light workers those of you who are ahead of your time you're doing things differently you're working with energies in a new way this is connected to your aquarian gifts and the incoming waves of the age of Aquarius. And I just look at this even through the narrow lens of astrology, which is an Aquarian topic. And yet, even 10 years ago, astrology wasn't as big as it is now. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, there have been waves of interest in astrology coming in. And now it is more mainstream. People are more curious, more interested. What is this? And it's because of these incoming age of Aquarius energies that are opening up human consciousness to new ways of understanding ourselves, understanding energy, and basically understanding how complex and dynamic we are beyond what we were taught or told, as well as beyond what we could have previously comprehended. So the age of Aquarius energies are incoming. We're already connected to them. We're already feeling them. And again, if you have Aquarius in your natal chart, you came in with a much deeper, more personal connection to these Aquarian themes in this lifetime. These are energies we are all here to step into and to embrace. But it's almost like, and I just see this as an energy that I trust will make sense, we've had to clear out so much in order to hold this deeper knowingness. And so when you think of, let's say, a jar of water, well, it can only hold so much, right? But what's funny about a jar of water is that as you empty it out, you're emptying out the water, but it's filling up with air. Pisces, water, Aquarius, air. So we've had to empty out what we've been energetically holding emotionally, intuitively, spiritually, anything that we don't need. But that doesn't mean we empty it all out. We keep what we need. We keep that deep connection to our emotional wisdom and our intuitive gifts. We feel into what it means to be spiritually aligned and to walk with greater trust in what we can't see. And as we clear out those lower Pisces energies, and it feels like it's exfoliation after exfoliation, a lot of releasing, a lot of letting go, perhaps a lot of tears, a lot of crying even around what's over, There's also this incoming energy that's connecting you with more of a deep knowingness of what's waiting for you next, where to go next, what has your name on it, what has your energy signature on it. 
It's interesting. As I say that, I'm seeing the visual of a fingerprint. It has your fingerprint on it. It has something that's uniquely yours that can't be duplicated. That's what is waiting for you. But we've had to create room for that in our lives, in our emotions, in our minds, in all parts of ourselves in order to receive these incoming age of Aquarius energies. So it's quite personal, as all astrology is, and I'm talking in general terms here, but please note that this is a very big part of this lifetime, where for all the ways you could feel like you're endlessly releasing and clearing things out, at a soul level, it has such a divine purpose. It's so connected to what your soul is letting go of across multiple lifetimes, across multiple incarnations, where we were fully in the age of Pisces, right? Where we were fully in what it meant to embody that energy signature. What was created on the planet? What came through that was designed to guide humanity, whether that was well-intentioned or not, where there maybe was excess, where things were amplified or overused to a point of detriment, to a point of doing harm and disconnecting us from what we know is our truth and our soul's essence. You can look at it through the lens of where humanity gave its power away, where we unconsciously determined that it was someone outside of ourselves that had deeper, truer connections to God, or where it was someone else that we thought was smarter, better, whatever we wanted to use to describe them. There's a sense here of where have we participated in various forms of illusion, fantasy, propaganda, lies, manipulation, essentially anything that took us away from the core of our power and our light. This is a lifetime where we're bringing that back and where we've had to disconnect. We've had to step away. And it's interesting too when you look at the statistics around religion and how many people have disconnected from certain versions of religion where they don't consider themselves religious, but they now consider themselves spiritual. This is a beautiful example of reclaiming your true sovereign energy and stepping into that power of this is what I claim for myself and this is what is resonating at this time. Now keep in mind in the higher realms, everything has value. Everything provides understanding. Everything is energy. So it can be very easy to go into the good versus bad, love and fear. You know, we can put things on a full spectrum of energy. But in the higher realms, everything offers us something to learn from, to grow with, to understand And that's also where we reclaim our power. We go higher into a lesson or what we needed to see, what we were learning, and to not judge ourselves for it, to not shut down parts of our energy or parts of our experience because of shame or blame or anything that keeps us small. 
I feel like part of this living in between the ages is that we're looking at how to take the best of the Pisces themes forward with us to practice them and apply them to have those be parts of ourselves that we go to when needed and as needed and to also stay conscious of where we are spinning in the lower energies of Pisces or where we feel ourselves circling down the drain into something that is familiar but no longer serves us. So all of these could help connect some dots around the energies you've been moving through in this lifetime and why any of these particular themes might feel really big for you at this time. And it's because at a soul level, you chose to come onto the planet, to take a body, to participate in this energy so that you could transmute it for yourself across multiple lifetimes. And when you connect to that, you might just feel a deep shift in your own perspective, your own personal truth, your own love for yourself, unconditional love for everything you've been through or you've taken on or all the repetition of energies or cycles. Hopefully this helps you connect with something that is very pure around why you're here and why these Pisces themes have been so big. And then we move the energy forward and we move it into these Aquarius energy signatures of understanding what you are claiming and how you're getting to know your frequency at a very specific level, how you're going into more of your gifts, deeply connecting to your unique energy signature and the beauty of how it's different. And this can be healing as well. If you have felt like that black sheep, that oddball, the one who doesn't feel like they belong or fit in, there could be some very important things that you're really understanding about why you're here. Again, this is why there's so many star seeds on the planet. So many people who are here with very different energies because we are ushering in more of the age of Aquarius and we're doing it at a collective level. It's affecting the collective consciousness. It's also working with unity consciousness and how we're all in this together and that we don't have to separate from one another. How can we go about this journey without being divisive, without creating more separateness? Well, those would be some of the gifts of Pisces. Those would be some of the energies of remembering how we're all energetically connected and that we can all accept one another as is without needing to coerce or force or convince or sell you something that perhaps isn't your truth. We're learning how to be beautifully accepting of each other's differences. And of course, those some big themes on the planet right now about separation, about different energies, about the divisiveness. And these are our current lessons. These are our lessons. This is what we're working on. This is what we came here to work on. So there's something very intentional about it all. And when we go higher, we can see that. And we can also tap into all the solutions or possibilities that may arise, things that we're not even aware of yet that can support us in this mission and that can help us in evolving humanity in a new way. 
So living between the ages is a very big theme in this lifetime. And I'm also feeling some more messages coming through. So I'm going to do a part two on this topic, especially as we have Pluto in Aquarius coming up in 2023, followed by Pluto in Pisces. And those are energies that are going to be very significant and influential. And as with Pluto, they change energies permanently. There's things that are going to be changing on the planet that we're going to be living through and experiencing. And yet when we have this higher perspective of what it means to be living in between the ages, it can help us understand why and how to proceed in the best possible ways. So I'm going to do a part two on this topic next Monday, and we will go into these energies even more. But I hope that this information has provided some deeper understandings into your life path and themes, as well as perhaps reminded you of what your soul wants you to embrace and claim, what your soul wants you to remember. Because part of this human ride is that we forget. We forget what our soul's wisdom is. We forget this higher perspective. But as soon as we open up our consciousness to it, it comes pouring in. It's been waiting for us. And it's energy that we're ready to connect with at this time. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. I will be back every Wednesday and Monday for another podcast episode. The Wednesday shows are where we discuss the current weekly energies. And as I mentioned, the Monday shows is where we focus on a specific topic. If you're interested in learning more about your astrology chart with me, please check out all of my current astrology programs and classes over at mollymccord.online and you can discover more ways of going into your energy, understanding who you are, what this lifetime is about for you, and also perhaps feeling a deeper connection to your own soul mission. Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to picking up this conversation with you in part two. And in the meantime, I wish you a beautiful journey ahead and I'll see you back here soon.